0: Run! Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter, at ethospelicans, or myself, at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. If you're listening on your podcast device or online or wherever you can. And if you can give us a rate and review and leave a comment, I mean, it helps us grow. So we'd appreciate taking a couple of minutes to do that um, because we love bringing these shows to you and um, it helps us continue to grow and continue to keep providing all of the great stuff over at Sports Ethos to you all. So with that out of the way, Game 2 in the books, pre-season home opener at the Smoothie King Centre. Welcome home to the Pelicans. Uh, Welcome home to Zion Williamson for his first game for a long time at the Blender. Good result. Pelicans defeat the Pistons 107-101. Pistons were scrappy. We're going to talk about the game today. We're going to talk about the unfortunate injury news that's surfaced from the game, um, which is not what we want to hear. And we're going to preview the Spurs game for tomorrow uh, for your Sunday evening. Um, my Monday morning, 7am, bright and early. Beautiful way to start the working week. But anyway, um, what other way would you want to start it? With a coffee in hand and your Pelicans taking on the Spurs in San Antonio. But anyway, I digress. Let's get into it. So, the Pelicans, after what felt like an age away from the Smoothie King Centre, returned, uh, were met by the scrappy young upstarts in the Detroit Pistons, uh, filled with Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham, Isaiah Stewart, all those young fellas that um, have absolutely, well, been drafted at the top end after a Detroit team that's been trying to rebuild for some time. And, um, yeah, they've got some good young pieces, don't they? They're looking, um, they're looking very, very tough. Uh, it was a great test, I think, for the Pelicans. Uh, they had a starting lineup without C.J. McCollum, who was out with an ankle and no Brandon Ingram, still rehabbing that injured or injured toe. So the starting lineup was a little bit different. We ran out a, uh, a starting lineup of Devontae Graham, uh, who had that great game before. Najee Marshall got rewarded for a good effort last game. Uh, he retained his spot in the starters. Big Joe V in the middle. Zion Williamson and Trey Murphy the third with his first start, which honestly, a tantalising lineup, a lot of length, a uh, fair bit of defensive nous, and then some shooting, which around Zion is exactly what we want to see. Uh, this is this is probably a lineup that we might see run out throughout the the season at times. You know, putting those shooters around Zion, uh, big rebounder in JV there, and, and Zion handling the rock a bit. So. Yeah, I mean, that could very well be a a situation that we see and and a lineup um, throughout the season. Now, the issue was is that we uh, didn't really play that well, the starters. Uh, It it took until the bench came on, led by Jose Alvarado, who had a game-high 28 points. Uh, Jackson Hayes, Dyson Daniels with 30 minutes. I think he played the most. Yeah, he played the most out of anyone another stat line stuffing game, a little bit wayward with his shooting, but we'll talk about that, and um, yeah, the, the bench really came through and and uh, I suppose responded to a team in the Detroit Pistons, led by Dwayne Casey, the renowned coach of the year that was sacked thereafter, ex-Raptors coach, um, and, and wanted to play the right way, they really did come out and, and had a crack, and a little bit undersized uh, with Isaiah Stewart in the middle, but Otherwise, an up-and-down team that shoots threes, moves the ball, Sadiq Bay's a a gun. Uh, They have some really good players. So we kicked off the quarter-by-quarter pretty even. Pelicans 26, Detroit 25. Second quarter, we we broke away, and I think mostly because Jose just took over the game. He was fantastic, uh, had a great quarter. 33 points to 26 in that quarter, and we only had four turnovers in the first half. Circle that number. That was that was fantastic. Uh, really took care of the basketball. Made good reads, good plays, and and the guys uh, looked really tough. So that was was good. Uh, broke into a bit of a lead, but Detroit hang around. They they hung around for the whole game. Uh, in the third quarter, halfway through the third quarter, we actually had five turnovers. So you you throw your good work. Uh, out out the window, and, and you let this team back in. They actually won the third quarter 27-25 to 25 and chipped into that lead. Now, they got really close. They kept fighting back, and, and we had to keep responding, and uh, through the gritty work of, of some of the guys, we managed to do it. Was anyone really on the top of their game in this one? Uh, not really besides Jose, I thought. I thought Jose was very good. Uh, there wasn't really any notable players otherwise. Jackson, I thought, was okay. He, got, he was... Spoilers alert, he was the injured player. Zion got a 13, um, but he looked like he battled for it for most of it. Najee ends up with 14 points, but again, a lot of, I think, fortunate, timely cuts and, and getting to the basket, which we which we like to see from him, but I digress. So, finished off quarter by quarter, 23 apiece, and that gave us the six-point victory Bank that one, it's preseason, whatever. All the young guys got to run at the end. Um, Dyson, great run out with 30 minutes. Uh, it's only going to do him uh, good and, and closing the game as well uh, with the ball in his hands, which I like to see, and I'm sure everyone else does with that prized number eight draft pick. He looks like he's going to be really good. I don't care about the offense, that's going to come, but his ability to read the offense and control the pace of the game, defend like a mad thing, um, he's going to be really good. Um So, for them, top player was probably Sadiq Bay. He lit us up from three throughout the game and then sort of cooled off uh, as they got uh, further in. Jaden Ivey looks like an absolute jet. I'm really impressed with him. Uh, Top, I think he was fourth draft pick or fifth draft pick this year. Uh, Really good player. Um, And, yeah, it looks like he's going to have a really good uh, year going forward. Fortunately, only two of 12 shooting. Managed to get 14 points because he just lives at the free throw line. That James Harden spec, he had nine free-throw attempts, but yeah, they've got a good one there. And with Cade Cunningham, the big uh, power uh, point guard there, 10, 4, and 8, I mean, yeah, not bad. So, if we have a look at the team-by-team team stats, the team comparison, uh, we shot 36%, oh no, they did, sorry, 36%, uh, 31 of 85, and we shot 38 of 85, was not a pretty game, We only shot 8 of 24 in the three-pointers. Really reined in the amount of 3 point attempts that we had in this game. I know we talked last game about, I think we had 37 or something, or 35. This one, only 24 attempts, uh, to their 14 of 49, 28%. And they were just letting it fly. And it was not always uh, a fortuitous um, strategy, I guess. They were throwing bricks and hit 14 of them, yeah... Awesome. Um, free throws twenty-five out of 31, 80 percent for Detroit, to our sixty-seven percent, twenty-three of thirty-three. Zion was woeful at the free throw line. Everyone was just leaving them. Um, they were they were all leaving um, the the free throws at the line, and, and you know, this could have been a completely different game. You have twenty-three of thirty-four, you get that up to thirty of thirty-four, and all of a sudden you win by a much bigger margin. You gotta convert those free throws, and I think that's going to be something that they're going to be focusing on at training during the week, and until the rest of the season, that's going to be a big focus, no doubt. Rebounding battle pretty open, or even, sorry, Um, fast break points, they had 14, we had 11, I like that stat, I I think us playing fast, them playing fast, it was a bit of an up and down game. Um, Points off turnovers. They had twenty-four points off turnovers, and we had eighteen. Now, the number of turnovers that we ended up with was um, they had twenty-one, and we had twenty-one as well. So, you know, it's tough because twenty-one turnovers is is not at all ideal. You don't want to be having or not taking care of the ball. Yeah, you have to be. You you can't be. Having four in the first half and then have end up with 21, that's outrageous. That's just taking, taking the mickey out of the offense. How are you going to have good looks? So, I mean, that'll take time. We've got lots of different ball handlers, lots of different uh, players to come back in. You know, you didn't have two of your best three players playing. Uh, so, there's still time to work all that out. Brandon will no doubt have a go at uh, one of these games soon enough. Get his rhythm back. CJ, I think... Um, Probably the game after, I think, based on the reports that I have to hand. Um, I think Brandon's questionable for this one, and CJ is out. So, we'll see what happens. Jackson Hayes is going to be out for this Spurs game as well. But, I'm jumping ahead. In this game, what I liked was our tenacity. I thought, they kept coming, kept coming, and people started to step up. Jose, come off the bench. Took control of the game. He had 28 points career high um, previous high was 23 and he looked like a man on a mission he was getting anything he was getting everything he wanted Antonio Daniel said that he um, he'd worked out with Tony Parker in San Antonio uh, in the offseason Jose did and and that I think is a fantastic uh, comparison for him smaller guard who gets to the rim uh, can score around the basket can shoot it a bit and um, and that's something that Jose's really um, could take some good tips from. So I think that's, that's probably held him in good stead as well as playing with the uh, Puerto Rican national team and being a real star for them as well. So that's great. So let's go over to the box score. Uh, the starters Trey Murphy, 8 points 1 rebound, 3 assists, 1 steal 1 block, 3 of 7 shooting 2 of 4. Didn't really look that comfortable out there honestly. He sort of looked, he was never put in good positions to hit easy shots and I think that uh, didn't Bode well for him. They didn't really sag off the shooters as much with Zion. I think Zion, they knew Zion wasn't on quite as much as he usually is. And uh, I think the shooters suffered a bit from that. There wasn't those clean looks that perhaps we'll be getting when you've got guys like um, Brandon Ingram, CJ, guys like that um, uh, on the field and and dragging those defenders away from those other guys, being uh, Trey and, and Devontae, guys like that. Uh, Zion, 13 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist, uh, 5 of 10 shooting. I don't know how he ended up with 50% because he got absolutely hammered. 3 of 12 at the free throw. So we got there, he was getting hacked, and he could have had about 30 free throw attempts because every time we went near the ball, he got absolutely manhandled. Uh, But you get there, you need to convert. All of a sudden, that's almost a 20-point game. It would have been a 20-point game if you got another 10. Uh, So... You know, that makes it tough. A couple of turnovers. He's still getting his legs under him. He's still getting used to playing with these other guys, getting the ball in the right spots. And we're only going to see better things. Played 20 minutes, and they're ramping his minutes up. I suppose tomorrow we'll play 25 or 30 minutes, which is good. Let's get his legs under him and, and get him ready to rock and roll for the season. JV, 17 minutes, 9 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and 1 block. And only 2 or 5 shooting. 5 of 6 at the free throw. He was very good. I thought JV was solid. He was much bigger than the rest of them. He made them pay on the boards and um, did his job in the 17 minutes. Najee Marshall, 18 minutes, 14 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 4 of 8 shooting. Uh, did very well. Got to the free throw line, two, uh, 4 of 4. Hit two 3-pointers. Najee's been working on that and uh, really good to see him um, get rewarded for his work with uh, those eighteen minutes and a couple of three pointers, he's going to be important uh, important this year, and he's going to have to um, he's going to have to hit those shots because they're going to be there. So let's continue to see him improve. Devonte Graham with the start, twenty one minutes, eight points, two rebounds, one assist, two steals, one block. He uh, he had a solid stat line. Uh, looked really good. Looked comfortable out there. A couple of three pointers. His jump shot looks so fluid. I don't know if he was injured last year or if it was just all of this movement in, um, you know, role, change in role, change of expectation, basically being replaced by CJ, all the external pressures. There's a fair bit that went on last year, uh, losing his role basically in the playoffs. He looks solid. His his jump shot looks smooth. He contributed, did his role, and then he got off. So that's what you want. Second unit, the second line. Jackson Hayes played 22 and a half minutes, 2.6 rebounds, 2 assists. One of four shooting, zero of two three-pointers. One thing I did like was him coming off a screen and shooting a 3-0. It looked looked like Trey Murphy. It was awesome. Uh, Looks really uh, strong this year. Uh, Looks locked in defensively and unfortunately has torn his UCL, which is in his elbow, uh, a rare basketball injury. Other guys that have had it before, Jimmy Butler, um, Nick Batum, and also Paul George. From what I've read, uh, it's one of those injuries that can last a couple of weeks, up to a month usually. You just sort of rest it, get it back. Uh, Jimmy Butler was the fastest basketballer to get back from it, and that was uh, he missed 11 games, which was 22 days. The longest is about a month. I think the average is about 30 to 40 days. So hopefully they're reviewing him in two weeks, and then they'll see how he's feeling. Hopefully he seems to be made of rubber and he can bounce back from most things, so hopefully it doesn't take too long, and and Jax, I think, is going to be important off the bench, he's a he's a lob threat, he looked uh, comfortable defensively this year, which is something that we haven't really been able to see uh, consistently throughout his career, so hopefully, and he's also up for a contract, he's got to the 17th, uh, 16th or 17th of December, uh October, pardon me, so coming up, like, next week. Uh, and, and he needs to either sign his extension if there's one available, or he's going to be going to restrict a free agency, which we'll see what happens there. Um, so watch this space, because an injury at this time is not what you want. Jose, 24 minutes, 28 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 12 of 18 shooting, 2 of 5 from 3, hit both his free throws. Uh, he looked great. There's not much more I can say about Jose, I've, I've talked about him throughout today, and Honestly, he just looked fantastic. He really did. Um, I I'm really impressed with how he led from the front. Looked really comfortable. Looked like the game slowed down for him. He was finding guys, uh, hitting the right pass at the right time, knowing when to attack and, and when to pull back. And um, you know, one assist I don't think does him justice because while he was aggressive offensively, he still seemed to move the ball. And his talking and defending was just fantastic. So I um. Full credit to Jose on that one. Big scoring outburst. Uh, Dyson Daniels, 30 minutes, nearly 31. 6.7 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 steals. Circle that number because that is what he was brought in for. 3 of 14 shooting, 21%. 0 of 3 from 3. Again, his form looks okay. Jump shot form looks fine. He's working his behind off with Fred Vinson. Herb, at this point, couldn't shoot either. So let's hope that uh, he has that mentality and works his uh, tail off to really get that jump shot singing. And, and, you know, the game will eventually slow down for him. He's not going to have, I don't think, big minutes to start the season. But as he continues to um, get those reps in, maybe he goes down to Birmingham for a little bit, plays a few games and chops up in the G League. Uh, You know, we're going to see this development of this guy. And I think he's going to be really good highlighted by one of his passes where he did a little cheeky wrap around uh, the uh, defender and hit whoever, I think it was Trey in the corner, three-pointer, bang. Uh, There's not many guys that can attempt passes like that that, rather than actually make them or think to make them, especially at 19 years old. So I have full faith that this kid's got to be really good. And again, I've got the Aussie bias, but I'm a big champion of him, and I, I just think he is going to be really good and really handy for us in this playoff run this year. Garrett Temple, 18 minutes, uh, doubled down, kept the average alive of 0 points and 2 rebounds, 1 block, 0 of 3 shooting, 0 of 3 three point attempts, 1 turnover, minus 4 plus minus. And what more can you say? He came out and was consistent once again. Larry Nance, 14 minutes, 5 points, 4 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 of 2 shooting. one thing about uh, Larry is he's been getting pinged for these moving screens. That's one of the um, one of the focuses this year by the umpires. They really need to... Well, he needs to just wait up either we'll stop moving on the screen or get his point guards to slow down until he's fully set because they are hammering him at the minute. He had a couple of turnovers again and both, I think, on moving screens, which uh, he, he we've got to work that out. I know they're being hard on it in preseason, so guys settle in, but... Um, Let's hope that we can work that one out. Uh, Billy had 10 and 8 in 16 minutes. One assist, three of six. He was everywhere. Kept trying to do put-back dunks. uh, Had a couple, four of four free throws. Three turnovers, which was a bit unfortunate, but otherwise was solid. Sebron got to the basket. Had four minutes, so did Plowden. Uh, He had four points in one minute. Sebron, that is. Two of two, and he's fast. He's so fast. He gets the basket at ease. And um, he's going to be... Managed to play himself in a few minutes the way he was playing. So, we'll see what happens there. Plowden, again, looks solid. Didn't have any uh, points, but had a crack. And that's all I want. I want a person that comes out, does their role, and uh, and contributes. And that's what he did. So, we're happy with that. So, that's the box score. So, after the break, we'll come back. We'll preview the Spurs game. And then we shall skedaddle. So, I'll be back after this Okay, listeners, it's time to talk a little fantasy hoops. Do you remember who led you to Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, Terry Rozier, and Mikael Bridges before any other ranked list? Well, that's right. It was the Brewski 150, and you probably turned that into huge wins, didn't you? Well, the Brewski 150 is now available to all Fantasy Monthly members, including the extremely affordable Fantasy Pass at just five ninety nine a month. Head to SportsEthos.com to upgrade to a fantasy pass now and dominate your drafts. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am still Lyle, and I still remain the host of this show. Before the break, we talked about the game against the Detroit Pistons at the Smoothie King Centre Not long of a break before they head off to San Antonio to take on the Spurs. Uh, They've already flown out, so I'm assuming they're there now, resting up. We've got a 6 p.m. tip-off local time, and that is 7 a.m. for me. So, Sunday evening, you might be cooking yourself a roast dinner. Beautiful. Sit down, watch your Pelicans take on the Spurs. Oh, couldn't think of a better afternoon, better evening. I don't think there is. Anyway, it's just me thinking about watching the, uh, the Pelicans at night time. So, let's preview that game. Spurs are basically in tank mode, let's be honest. They moved DeJounte Murray uh, last, no, in the offseason to the Atlanta Hawks. They look like a good team in the, um, in the East this year, so keep an eye on them. Going to be interesting to see what this team's like. They always seem to have a bit of a, um, a go when we play against them. And I don't think this game's going to be any different. They're opening minutes up for, obviously, Vassal um, and Josh Primo as well. They've got some good players there. Didn't really get any big acquisitions in the offseason. Um, but they've got guys that can play. Jakob Pirtle on the boards. He loves an offensive rebound. So he's going to be a bit of a workout for, um, uh, for Jonas and whoever else has to go against him. Josh Richardson can shoot it. Um, still got Keldon Johnson, who's a good player. I don't know if you, I, th- I think I saw he was injured, but I'm not actually sure. Uh, it's going to be a test. We know that they're a Popovich coach team. They're going to play their system. Everyone knows their role. They thrive in their role. They embrace their role, molded by it. Uh, and we've got to come out and give them a slapping. Basically, I, I don't want to don't want to muck around with this one. They've lost two games in a row. They're trying to get Wemby. Let's continue this uh, win streak of preseason games. We've got uh, two more after this. I think you play five preseason games after this game. We'll have the Hawks in Birmingham, and we've also got the Miami Heat coming up as well. So I think that's in Miami. So go and uh, embrace this little winning streak. Two in a row. Let's make it three. And we should have not too bad of a side. I don't think Herbs in. I think he was questionable. So was Brandon. Uh, CJ McCollum out as I said Jackson Hayes will be out in this one so we have a little bit of a different uh, lineup. hopefully we get to see a few Brandon minutes, I don't think he'll be full systems go but um, if he does play we'll get to see a bit of him which will be nice because we need to start getting those reps in, BIs, eyes, eye on, play on, off one another, that'll be pretty handy so we'll see what happens there it's going to be alright but I think uh, I'm going to leave it at that there wasn't much else going on Otherwise, we're sort of in this like little pre, well, pre-season, well basically. We're in the pre-season lead up until the main event being um, the game against the Jazz on our home season opener. There'll be a couple of games before that away. But we're gearing up for the season. And the guys are working a few things out. Willie Green's obviously tinkering away, trying to get the right minutes. And uh, no doubt, we're in for a big season. So... I'll be here with you the whole way, celebrating, cheering, crying, whatever happens, we'll be uh, we'll be doing it together. So I'll leave it at that. This has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. You can follow us on Twitter, at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank. Stay safe, look after yourselves, enjoy the San Antonio Spurs on your Sunday evening, and uh, bye for now.